Welcome everyone to the Monthly Movie Dispatch, the movie review show from friends you can trust. Every week we broadcast review a, a review of a new film, talk about some film news, and recommend what to watch. We've been talking, critiquing, and gushing over movies since we were in high school, and we aim to bring you honest conversation on relevant cinema. I am here today for on this uh, somewhat special episode. There's we're doing Spooky things episode. a little a goofy episode. I don't know what you just said, Brandon, but uh, spooky. I'm gonna, it's a spooky episode and a goofy episode. We've got three here with us today. It's uh, my brother, Brandon Bowlby. Hey, how's it going? Can, who you can see. And then not pictured is Nick Moffat. Yeah. Yo, what's up? What's I'm over up? on the audio side of things. Yeah. Uh, Nick kind of last minute decided to jump on uh, with us and hang out for a little bit. Our um, horror movie expert. Well, yeah, our horror. You know, our... I, yeah, I feel like I kind of had to, you know, represent horror a little bit. You know, I mean, I know you guys, you've watched all these movies, and I'm proud of you for it. But it, not, but I'm not trying to like diminish diminish what you do. But I, you know, I watched all 31. You know, I did the horror yeah. movie challenge. I was like, you know, I was living, breathing horror like every day. Yeah, you were in and, it, uh, loving it. You dove deep. Um, yeah, so we're gonna do somewhat of a different episode this week. We're gonna start out um with uh nick is going to talk about his horror movie month and then we're going to do a few short reviews of some horror movies that came out in the month of october uh before we move on to our featured review of last night in soho the new edgar wright film um but yeah let's back up a little bit and nick why don't you talk about your horror movie month you usually you do this every year have you how many times have you done this dude this is my eighth horror movie month i've been doing this shit for eight years you know uh and it's honestly become one of my favorite things to do every year you know like i look forward to it like i start getting hype for horror movie month like over the summer i was just like all right it's coming up you know oh i just get so excited about it yeah that's and nick, um nick that's 248 horror movies Oh, nice. quick math. Okay. <laughs> I, well, I, I did, I there might be there might be some repeats in there. Sometimes oh, okay. I, I rewatch movies. You know, it's not yeah, necessarily. Yeah. You know, I, I allow rewatches. You know, mm-hmm. this year I tried to do mostly new movies, but um, I definitely had a few rewatches in there. Um, this year was you know pretty epic for me. I'll be honest. You know, like I started like, I started early. You know, it's not for me. It's not as much about the challenge as much as it is gained like thirty one new horror movies in my life. You know, it's. Like it's, so I don't, I, I extend it, you know, I, I started like, you know, mid September, you know, just to kind of like get things going. Um, but, uh, it started strong, you know, and it, it kind of like the whole time I watched a lot of really unique, uh, fun, fun movies. And I, I don't know if I really had like a down, like a down, you know, a down period, you know, you go yep. through, you go through waves when you watch 31 movies and you know, some some years, you know, I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, you kind of hit a weird patch there, you know, or yeah, yeah, these are all pretty good. So I'm I'm just excited to tell you guys about it. this. is cool. I didn't I wasn't expecting this. Mm-hmm. I also wasn't expecting to get the opportunity to tell you guys about this. So um, I'm excited. So um, walk us uh, through, Nick. So the first one I watched was uh, Jennifer's Body. Mm-hmm. Remember that with Megan Fox? I watched that this month too. Was... Oh, did you really? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> 
Ah, dude, I loved it. Shan loved it too. And uh -huh. oh man, the, the other thing I gotta tell you real quick. The other thing is Shan. Shan watched a bunch of horror movies with me. She's like into it now. It's like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, uh, life changer. Her it's like, bit, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she used to hate horror movies. Like she used to hate horror movie month. Like me and Sabrina, we'd get like psyched on it. Like we're like watching a lot of horror movies, and Shan be in like the other room. Like, all right, I guess I'll sit by myself over here. Yeah, you know, I but now. That. But now she likes it. She's like into it. She watched a bunch of. She loved Jennifer's body. Yeah. And then uh, the the original Candyman from '92. Mm -hmm. Um, Ingmar Berman's uh, Hour of the Wolf. It's a you know classic Fancy. director is like fancy. It's like mm -hmm. yeah, that that one was incredible. Uh, Ganja and Hess, classic um, black cinema. Okay. Uh, Slither, James Gunn movie. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Guys, seen that one? I have not. Uh, a long, long time ago. All right, so then then I started watching. So then, like like last year, I did all the Child's Play movies. This year, I did all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Mm -hmm. So then, uh, I started with that. So I started that. You know, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven, the Nightmare on Elm Street Two, Freddy's Revenge, which was pretty incredible, but like terrible. It was a terrible movie, but like, oh my goodness, uh, really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street Three, Dream Warriors, Nightmare on Elm Street Four, The Dream Master, which I liked like a lot but it has a bad reputation but i i really enjoyed that one freddy is pretty awesome as a character i i i enjoyed all these movies even though like they get really bad like nightmare on elm street 5 the dream child pretty bad pretty bad uh then there's freddy's dead the final nightmare that one's like that one to me i just that one was very very bad but then uh then i went to the theater and saw titan which uh, we're gonna talk about later but yep. psyched about it uh New Nightmare, then. I went back and finished the series, New Nightmare, which is when Wes Craven comes back, and that one's great, too. Mm -hmm. And then uh, went and saw Lamb, which uh, is, like, debatably a horror movie, but Letterbox listed as one, and I think there's a sense of dread throughout the whole movie, and then there is kind of a twist that I think there's enough horror elements to count We, it, we but... almost included it in this episode, yeah. but uh, it was on the edge. I mean, Sean saw it, too, right? Yes, I did. And, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I agree. Technically, you could probably say it's a horror movie, but it's not, not that horror. Um, so we went with a different film instead of Lamb. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like a drama, but there was a lot of, there was a lot of dread in the movie, and then mm -hmm. I don't know, but uh, weird movie, weird movie. <laughs> um, Black Sunday, classic Italian movie. I watched so I watched a bunch of Italian horror movies this year, and that was pretty awesome. Uh, watched the zombie movie that. In some places it's called zombie and other places it's listed as uh, zombie flesh eaters. But that right, was, right. that was incredible. That was that I, I loved that one. Um, then I watched Dario Argento's uh, deep red. Who's like become becoming one of my favorite directors. Like mm -hmm. he's incredible. Uh, all of his movies are like beautiful uh, and scary and bloody. And the soundtracks are always like insane. But um I watched. Uh, I try to watch at least one Hammer movie every year. So I watched uh, the Dracula has risen from the grave. Pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. David Cronenberg's Rabid, Rabid, mm -hmm. uh, which was interesting because uh, you know it was like people were getting rabies and then like so they were giving out rabies shots and people like were resisting getting the shots but then gained fucking Ian. <laughs> 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 this is from yeah. like 1977. You know. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> um nice uh another classic uh the innocence 1961 have you guys seen that one like no. 
that one's pretty pretty great um uh tony scott's the hunger vampire movie with david bowie hmm. which uh great nice very stylish uh, another classic uh peeping tom which was uh, one of the original slashers. And then uh, we watched Halloween. Me and Shannon, that was her first time seeing it. Oh, the original okay. one. Which, which Halloween? Right. There's, because there's, like, there's literally three movies called. There's literally three movies called Halloween. That's insane. Um, yeah, no, the first one, the original one. We were thinking about, she wanted to watch Halloween Kills. And uh, uh, so I, you know, but she also wanted to watch the original. So we watched yeah, the original and then well. I was like, We'll have to watch the second one, and then and then we can watch Halloween Kills, and then the third one. We we didn't, it didn't happen. So sorry, but it's uh, very yeah. So we watched the original though. That was that was great. Um, and then uh, this movie called The Eye. That was by far the worst movie I watched this time, but it was pretty fun. I, I have a shirt. I got the shirt. Uh, the Eye. <laughs> I have it on a shirt, and so I got the DVD yeah, after I got the shirt from the worst movie you saw all month. Yeah, no, yeah, because I, I, it was like video store day at Scarecrow, and I like donated enough money to get like a gift bag, and okay. in the gift bag there's just a bunch of random crap, and one of the things inside there was like an extra large, the eye shirt, yeah. Yeah. and it's like this terrible horror movie with Jessica Alba, and then I think I picked up the DVD somewhere like at like a garage sale or something, and um, yeah, I finally watched it, and it was it was terrible, but we laughed a lot. It was a good time. Uh, another Dario Gentle movie, Phenomena. Um, VHS 94, the new, um, edition of the VHS series that came out mm -hmm. this year. Um, Society, which is a body horror movie that was insane. Just loved it. Like Society was insane. Uh, the New York Ripper. I was gonna, I wanted to tell you about this brand because it's called the New York Ripper. Uh -huh. You know, um, you should see it. It's pretty good. Make me really terrified same, okay. same Italian director as, uh, that, uh, zombie movie I watched earlier in okay. the year too um another 2021 movie a censor which was weird as fuck um when i watched the new paranormal activity movie uh next of kin and then oh, wow. uh, last and then last night at soho last night in soho last right. soho on the left and the best horror movie of the month is what the Ooh. i you didn't you didn't say i was gonna do that no you didn't say i was gonna do that i did i did update my top my 100 favorite horror movies list with okay. the movies that um i uh nice. saw this month nice. and put on there so nice. there were there were like 10 honestly like there were like i think there were 10 movies off that list that you i watched a fucking lot of good ones one and yeah. three were like really great if not more yeah okay that's yeah. cool Sounds like a good month. Nice. It was, dude. It was a really good time, you know? So I know that was super indulgent, you know, just like me telling you about all these movies. But, dude, like, I honestly recommend, like, almost all of them. Like, they were they were all super interesting in their own way. But, uh... Nice. Maybe like, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll throw the, the link on in the description for, for, sure. for yeah. your list. Well, cool. All right. Thanks for giving me the time yeah, to, that's to pretty, spill that on you. That is pretty awesome, Nick. Um... That always sounds super fun. Um, yeah, so I guess let's let's jump into our review section. Um, I think we're gonna do some some light, no spoiler reviews for our first three movies, and then the featured is going to be a full review with a spoiler section. So um, hopefully for this first three movies, 
um, don't worry about spoilers. We'll we'll do our best to to not give any spoilers. So uh, yep. let's jump into our first one, which is the uh, new film called Antlers. Um, this movie, I believe, was meant to come out. You know, it, it, this is again a reoccurring thing that happens. Uh, that's been happening this quarantine last couple movie. months. Quarantine movie. Um, it got pushed uh, several times and finally came out this month. Um, it is directed by Scott Cooper. The plot description is in, in an isolated Oregon town, a middle school teacher and her sheriff brother become embroiled with her enigmatic student whose dark secrets lead to terrifying encounters with a legendary ancestral creature, creature who came before them. Um, this movie is starring Carrie Russell, Jesse Plemons, uh, and Jeremy T. Thomas, um, who is uh, the, the a little, I believe maybe eight, eight or ten-year-old boy in this movie, uh, who is really, really good. Um, he gives an awesome performance um, as a very troubled uh, child. Um, so I saw this movie in theaters. It's, I, it's only available in theaters right now. Um, this is the movie that they advertise a lot, like Guillermo del Toro, like uh, produced it. Yes, right? that is true. Like a um, okay. Yeah, I believe he he did uh, produce this movie. Um, so yeah, this is a uh, this is a pretty pretty serious movie. It's uh, pretty dark. Um, it it has deals a lot with trauma and um, you know people dealing with their pasts. Um, it, it, you know, chi especially childhood trauma. Um, the um, the kind of central story is that there's this is in the trailer, but this this kid uh, is kind of he has these he has a monster that he is kind of hiding and um, keeping in his closet that um, is really really quite terrifying. Um, and so like a lot of this movie is this this little kid alone dealing with this this monster that he is um, that he has to feed and uh, he has to keep locked up in this closet. And so he like falls, tries to fall asleep at night, uh, every night outside the door of this of this um, this room. And um, so it's like and that aspect of this movie was was um really unique uh and really interesting the kid um plays it really well jeremy t thomas um is really fantastic uh really well cast and um there's quite a bit of really legitimately terrifying and and super creepy moments that come out of this kind of his interactions with this monster um and I'm not gonna. Um, there's there's kind of a lot more to it than it's just like a monster, um, and there's kind of some really fun reveals and some really creepy reveals um, as to what is actually going on there. Um, but uh, yeah, th there's some really creative, very spooky stuff that comes out of that. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, though, I think the rest of the movie. Um, is a little um, doesn't have the direction that 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 um, that that 
part of the plot has. It doesn't have, uh, it's not as coherent. It's a little bit meandery. It doesn't really have kind of a central idea that it's, that it's working with. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of the movie is taken up by uh, other people's stories um, and, and things that they're dealing with. And I think that does kind of detract quite a bit from the movie. Um, and uh, ultimately, I don't really it doesn't really have anything interesting to to say about trauma or anything like that. Um, so. I think by the end, I was a little bit a little bit on the fence for this movie, but it really does have some super creepy moments. Um, it does have like a, a, a pretty somewhat satisfying final scene to the movie. Um, uh, final scene or two. But uh, yeah, so I guess I, do, I don't have a whole lot more to say about it. Um, that is I heard that this movie had like a lot of... Uh... Like not a lot of, but it was based on Native American folklore or yes, uh, mythology. That, that is true. I don't know how how uh, how well the movie dealt with that kind of stuff. I'm I'm curious to know what other people are saying about that. It does kind of just ultimately that side of it is very much in the background and doesn't really play much of a role in. Um, in kind of the themes or the ideas of the movie that was just kind of thrown in there as an explanation for what the monster is, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, again, that part of it wasn't very satisfying or, or particularly interesting to me, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, I do somewhat recommend the movie. There is a, a lot of really good scares to it um, that you can get out of this fairly, you know, quick, um little little horror film um so yeah that's antlers so you are uh, let's see neither of you guys saw this movie so nope. you guys yeah i mean i was th i was thinking about it. it's on it's on my radar you know but um you know i don't have a lot of time and there were a lot of other movies that are coming around the same time yeah definitely. um but if it had come out a different week you know i honestly would have maybe gone i've i've heard a lot of interesting things about it i don't know i've heard a lot of mixed reviews like mm -hmm. some people i've heard some pretty good things about this movie that's like pretty surprising and stuff but um yeah yeah you didn't yeah. like it that much though I mean, I liked it enough. I appreciated it enough. Um, I'm a little bit on the fence. I definitely wouldn't recommend it to everyone, but I, I do think that there as are, like a horror guy, do you think I would like it? You know, like I that. Think, like I, I bet yeah. I, I think you would enjoy the the quite creative yeah. and um, pretty spooky. That's good that the horror aspects were the best they definitely parts. Were. Yeah. The hardest parts were the best parts. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the. The Native American stuff thought it sounded pretty interesting to me too. Like I was yeah. like, oh, you know, you don't really get that a lot, you know, like yeah. that sort of side of, uh, um, you know, yeah, uh, I mean, history I, and yeah, movies and stuff. I, I was kind of really like, wanna, mm. I don't really want to get into it too much, but it was like, you know, totally. all the main characters are are white people, and there's like, sure, you know, one Native American guy who ha comes in for a scene where he. Okay, well, I, I really have you know, no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I just, really have it no idea. Wasn't. I haven't seen the movie. I just, uh, I, I didn't know if yeah. it was a I positive or negative, I guess. I definitely wish it, it handled that stuff uh, in a more interesting way, but I just kind of don't think it did. But anyways, uh, you, I guess good on the movie for even delving into that type of stuff. Um, 
you know, making an well, attempt. Maybe. I don't know. Don't I? Um, but yeah, why don't we, we jump into our next little review. Um, so I'm the only one that saw that movie, Antlers. Um, yep. And Brandon is the only one that saw Halloween Kills. I know. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised here, yeah. for sure. Um, what did you think of? It Halloween was Kills? meant. To, I told you guys on our, on, our, on my on earlier. Like I meant to. It just just yeah. didn't happen. Um, just well, streaming on Peacock, so uh, it's pretty easy rental and easy stream. You know, hour and forty minutes, not too bad. Um, but plot description for Halloween Kills, which is directed by David Gordon Green. Uh, the nightmare isn't over as unstoppable killer Michael Myers escapes from Lordy's trap to continue his blood ritual. Uh, taking matters into their own hands, the Strode women gather other survivors to hunt down Michael and end the reign of terror uh, once and for all. Um, this movie stars yet again Jamie Lee Curtis um, and Jamie Jode Courtney, um, Kyle Richards, and Judy Greer. Um, and again, you can see it streaming on Peacock or go to theaters and check it out. Um, this, you know, like, unlike maybe Derek, who gave the uh, past installment five stars, um, I, I was like, just more like, okay, on the kind of big comeback, um, 2018's Halloween. This movie takes place directly after that movie. And while I'm sure you're fine if you don't see both back to back, um, but it's literally the same night um, as the previous film. So I this is like very much a direct sequel. Isn't that the case with the original Halloween and Halloween 2? The original Halloween and Halloween 2? Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's mirroring yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So um, this is, yeah, literally like the next moments is where this movie picks up and continues forward. Um, but it does give you enough information where you can see them pretty independently. Um, I think... Again, I think I'm a I'm a pretty mixed bag. Some of the stuff I liked the most about this movie is the body horror, the gore, how much actual like death and killing is in this movie. I mean, it's um it's a classic, you know, it's a remake of a classic slasher movie and it does not like underdo the amount of slashing going on in this all over the movie. There is of deaths this film and i was actually pretty surprised to see that um when you maybe think like halloween franchise you imagine like michael Myers stalking just like a few people in a house um this was like him murdering an entire village um over the course of the movie um and it's just like it's kind of a a cool angle to base a halloween um slasher film on um so you get you get a lot of thrills you get a lot of deaths and you get a lot of gore so it very much fulfills that I will say on the other hand, maybe because of this, it does lose its horniness a bit and its scariness. Um, and it's really just a lot of blood without as much tension and buildup because it goes through the cycle so many times um, and does it much quicker in many more individual scenes. Uh, Yeah, with with that, like I think the plot is it's it's pretty basic. I mean, you're not going to get too much out of a Halloween movie. There's a lot of plot machinations that uh, are are Brandon, Brandon. Yeah, I just yeah. I just hard disconnected. Uh, the whole mm. the whole thing crashed. The uh, this the live stream stopped. How long ago? Just like uh, in the last 
15 seconds. Nick, are you there? Yeah, yeah Nick's here. That was very strange. Um, so, shit, what do I do? Uh, well, um, I don't know if I still... Right? I should still be recording this. Maybe I just... Maybe we just keep going and... Uh, uh, is the file on your computer? It, it should still be... Yeah. I should can you just be, check it and tell me what I the am, last it, thing that you said? Can I do that? Oh, no. What the fuck? My internet is so fucked right now. What is happening? Down the YouTube one and then just edit the video real quick. Yeah. And then, just upload the uh, and then just upload it. But um, it wouldn't take long. Just Okay. Hang on. I, I don't think I can... If it's just recording this whole time. Shit. Did your internet go down? Is that what you said? Or? Yeah, like it, my internet just like hard classic, crashed. You know, it's a remake okay. of a classic slasher movie. Uh, winds. Like the windy out there. And I, Greenwood. Well, did your OBS stop or is that still going? No, it's still recording. Many more individual oh. scenes. So we could have kept going? I mean, the well, live... that's what he's checking right now. Yeah. Okay, I guess it's still probably... fine to stop. Like, yeah, I mean, it's fine to stop because okay. we need to figure out where okay. you know what's going on. So, hang on, I'm I'm finding out where Brandon left off. Yeah, double double check that you're still recording, and then I am still I am currently recording. Okay, great. Underdue and uh, slashing going on at times. I don't know, Brandon. Said... What were you What were you saying? You said you were Brandon. Hang on, Brandon said uh the they they didn't they didn't underdo the slashing that went on. There was plenty of slashing. Yeah. Okay, so I'd already made my point. I think so. Okay. Yes. So yeah, you, just, uh, it sounded. It honestly sounded like you were about to like uh, change topics. Anyways. Okay. Well, no, you were like, yeah, you were kind of. You had made your point. You sound. It sounded like you were about to change and say something else. Like okay. I don't know. Like, Here we go. Ready? Do you remember where you were at? Yep. All right. I'm gonna go keep going. It, keep it. Keep it going. So I think the plot um, is kind of simple, straightforward. There, it gets into just with the entire town against Michael Myers, some plot machinations that are a bit silly and cheesy and don't really work anymore on a scary level. Um, believability is also a hard thing to do when you have like a whole village um, going up against one man who like doesn't even ever run. He just kind of like slowly walks around. Um, so, and it gets pretty extreme towards the end, the believability-ness, uh, which is fine for like a style, like a fun horror movie. But if like, you're actually want me to feel fear and terror, um, it kind of subtracts from that in a lot of ways. Um, so I think the overall idea was kind of cool, um, with the amount of gore they actually stuffed into this film, but, um, not everything totally works on a horror level. So that's uh, my review for Halloween Kills. And we can bounce over to the next one. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess that'd be me. I guess I'm going to yeah. talk about, uh, yeah, this movie I mentioned earlier, uh, Titan. I think that's how you say yeah. it. Yeah, well, let's let's um, first, Brandon, how do you pronounce it? Um, Titan. Der or Nick, how do, you, how do you pronounce it? I said Titan. I I used to see I used to say Titany. 
It's a name. Yeah, it kinda, it, I, it's French. That yeah. kind of makes. Well, then I thought I think it's it, French, so I started saying Tatan. Tatan. But anyways, yeah. I just think it's kind of funny that we all pronounce. Yeah, it we all don't know. I know it's yeah. it's embarrassing. <laughs> Thanks for bringing yeah, it's embarrassing. We need oh, we need okay. to figure that out. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, we need to figure that out. Um, uh, yeah, but you know, uh, this movie is something else. I don't, I really don't know what to say about it, um, plot wise. But well, um, so it's... so that's kind of a joke. If you're looking at the show notes, Nick, I didn't put any plot description in the show notes because there is no like. There's no plot description that makes any sort of sense for this movie that I was able to find. I'm reading, I'm literally reading Letterboxd review right now for the first time, and you're right, like it just like it doesn't make any, it doesn't yeah. say anything about the movie. Can I just read it real quick just for yeah. fun? And then I, I have things to say about this movie that like have nothing to do with the plot. And I, yeah. I I can sell this movie, but right. um, but this the the Letterbox uh, uh, line uh, plot description says following a series of unexplained crimes. A former firefighter is reunited with his son who has been missing for 10 years. And yeah. like, yeah, I guess that's part of the and plot. I'm looking at the you know? uh, IMDb. Part of the plot. I'm looking at the IMDb plot description and it's the same except for then it just defines what titanium is. Like it right. just has yes. a definition yes. for titanium, which has a very little do to do with the movie. So yes. that's then that's how you that's how you say the title. It's Titan for sure. Then if it's short for titanium, well, yeah, it's also was, French. So, well, yeah, I don't know how how we're they pronounce French. titanium. And titane might just be the full word. And so you know, anyways. Okay, so did you guys see this movie real quick? I I um, did see this movie. I did not. Brandon, Brandon, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing, man? This is like your. This is literally like your kind of movie, man. I'm busy seeing this Halloween is... Kills, apparently. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> dude, this movie was something else. So it's uh, the second film by director Julia Decantor, and she is um, French. She her other movie um, is another favorite among the podcast. Um, Sean, I don't think you've seen it, but I know Brandon's a big fan. I'm a big fan. Derek's a big fan. Uh, Raw which was a 2016 horror movie. You know, it's a beautiful movie, a beautiful coming of age story, but you know, she's coming of age being a cannibal and it's, uh, it's, it's really amazing. And it, but the body horror that she pulls off in raw, like the visceral energy of raw, um, is so amazing and intense and stylized. And it, it operates on a few different levels, but also it's a very visceral body horror movie. Um, uh, that that was raw from a few years ago, um, and I feel like Titan is like in a lot of ways the same kind of. It's um, it's like beautiful, like it's beautifully shot. It's an amazing looking movie, and there are some like weird, um, there's a lot of weird like body horror and interesting like, I don't know, just just things that are happening. um and it's working on a few different levels and there's a lot of different ways of dissecting this movie and um it won uh it won at the con film festival this year like it won their um their top prize was at the the palm door big deal especially for a movie this i guess this this stylized and twisted yeah um so it's it's really like um 
Well, I loved it. I thought it was pretty, I mean, it was pretty intense, pretty, pretty insane. Um, like, uh, you know, there were, there were parts, there were parts where I like literally were, I was like covering my, covering my eyes. Like, and I, I, you know, a lot of horror people who like horror movies, there's like a line that you, that you, you know, then you usually step over the line you know, personal boundaries and stuff. And that was like a personal boundary a little bit for me. Like I was literally like, I, I was having a hard time looking at it and I, I definitely had my eyes closed at certain parts. Um, very like, very like I had a visceral reaction to a lot of the movie, but um, also like psychologically, there were a, a few different, like I would put this in like a psychology, psych, psychological horror movie, just as much as body horror, because it like, it really um, was working on a few different weird levels. And, uh, I don't know, it's hard to really, like, talk about um, without, like, saying anything about the plot, because I feel like, you know, Sean, back me up on this. Like, yeah. like the basic element of the movie is kind of a big spoiler. Am I, yeah, am I wrong? Yeah, I would agree, because I, I was even just thinking, like, you could, you you actually described the movie as, as um, you know, the way that you described the movie to me initially, like, before I had seen it, is just, like, so bizarre. Um but yeah, it's kind of a, a a bit of a twist or not a twist, but it's like it's it's like a, a, a very shocking thing that happens kind of early on in the movie um, that takes the movie in a very bizarre direction. Um, yeah. Did I. So in real life, did I tell yeah. you what the what the like the plot, of the, like the basic premise of the movie is? Did yes. I mention that to you? Yes. OK, I so mean, I kind of spoiled it for you in real life. But then. I had yeah. completely yeah. forgotten about about yeah. it. There's there's it. a. There's a good handful of movies where just not even knowing anything mm -hmm. is the best way to walk in a theater. Yeah. And it sounds like this is one of them. Yeah. Well, it's one, it's one of those things where it, it is like, uh, you know, it, I don't know, talking about it in person with someone, I might be more inclined to like, just say what it is because it's like, it makes for conversation and it might actually get people to see the movie on some level, you know, yeah. like to get it on people's radar. But because we're like on podcast, I'm having a hard time, like, just, like, saying that just because I feel like it's more, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's no, more I, formal or I something. Agree. You it's know more formal, I mean? like, and there's there's a broader audience. Like, if you are someone who has no interest in this movie, like, maybe explaining what it's about might pique your interest and get you to go see it. But if you are someone who is already interested in it um, and might go see it, then just go see it without hearing anything about it. Um, Alec Brandon, what do you yeah. think? Do you want us to tell you what the movie is? No, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, yes. Just uh, tell me what you like. What did I still don't even know what Sean thought of the movie at all? Um, yeah, I I mostly agree with Nick. Um, I'm generally, it, you know, I don't really go for these types of movies. I guess just like, um, you know, t totally out there. I can't really explain what I saw. Type of movie. Um, but it, I, I will also say like maybe just having a conversation about this movie afterwards would have really helped. Um, cause there's a lot to, to take in and there's a lot to, of ideas that are being explored. And I certainly have some ideas about what I thought the movie was about. And, um, you know, it's, it's I think it's exploring some interesting theme themes, but I have no idea if anyone else thought that those were even the themes about them. You know, I don't know if like the way I saw the movie is how anyone else would see the movie. 
Um, it's like it's that bizarre of, of a movie. Um, yeah, I can see. I, I hear you, man. Like, we we should have we should have talked after this movie. That yeah, probably would have helped. Yeah, I literally sure. I literally listened to three different podcasts about uh, it. Yeah, like, I, I just like just to help you parse. I, well, you there was said. there was a pot. I, I what I've been doing a lot through horror movie month just for fun. I've been like just like searching for uh in the podcast feed like just a random movie I saw thinking like there's probably a horror podcast out there that covered this movie. Mm-hmm. And I found this podcast um where it's these two women and they basically just recap horror movies and they like get reactions to each other on the plot of horror movies and they did this one they did Titan and so like literally I watched the movie and then on the drive home I listened to two people recap the movie and I was like okay so all of this stuff actually happened you know yeah. <laughs> like it's uh that podcast is called too scary didn't watch just to throw a shout out to them huh. but um yeah that uh yeah I literally listened to like three podcasts though about uh about it because yeah. it's it's very strange I wanted to you know, have pretend conversations with yeah. people about it. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I do feel like we haven't really talked about what we really thought about the movie, though. We've just said it's weird over and over. And that is, I don't know if there's much more I could say about it without really digging into it. Um, it's totally bizarre uh, and but, but interesting. And um, it goes in odd directions. Uh, one thing that i read or heard someone say is that the first part half of the movie maybe is is kind of like halloween from michael myers perspective uh in some ways um but yeah i don't know if that (laughs) really applies what does that ring true to you at all nick I have no idea what you're talking about, Sean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. But, yeah. you know, uh, well, just again, about, like, it's like, you know, serial killer, someone who's just murdering a bunch of people, but it's from their perspective. Um, but anyways, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I. Uh, yeah, sure. And no, it's it's a it's a yeah. I mean, I, I guess I mean, I, I don't know. I. We could have a whole episode on this, on this, um, with like spoilers. Like I'd like to, th- yeah. like it's hard to talk this movie, especially without saying any spoilers. So I don't really, I don't really want to. But I, I loved it. You know, I, I'm into weird art, art movies, and mm-hmm. this was definitely one of those. So, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, talk we'll about have, more later. We'll have to <laughs> have a chat about it later, Nick. All right. Maybe once Brandon yeah. sees it. Um, but yeah, I do. I think we should move on. Um. I'm gonna buy it on Blu-ray, and then when Brandon visits, we'll we'll have a screening for it. How about yeah. that? Yeah, that sounds Between awesome. Movie night. Yes, definitely. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's jump into our featured review. Um, Last night in Soho, uh, we have been anticipating this movie. At least I have. No, I have. I think Brandon has too, and Nick. Uh, we've been anticipating this movie for a while. It's You're right. Our, what? What? Yeah. Uh, from one of our favorite directors, uh, Edgar Wright. Um, most people know him from Shaun of the Dead and and uh, Scott Pilgrim and uh, a bunch of other really, really fantastic movies. Um, but the plot description of this one is an aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. 
but the glamour is not all it appears to be and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker uh this movie stars anya taylor joy uh thompson mckenzie and matt smith um uh, I believe this movie is exclusively in theaters. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure it's exclusively in theaters right now. Um, it isn't doing super well at the box office from what I hear, but uh, hopefully people can get in there and see it before it leaves. So um, it just came out this last weekend. Um, but yeah, so maybe let's start with Brandon. Um, what did you think of this new movie? All right, guys. Uh, I think this is this is Edgar Wright's first and only blub in his career, and it pains me to say that uh, this is one of my favorite directors of all time, and I've loved everything he has made. Um, I think he he shows obviously a lot of skill and fun and creativity, and he fell in love with London and Soho in the 1960s and how to visually represent the crossing of two worlds in this film. But I think it really gets lost and bogged down in the second half of this film and the horror and scary and thriller elements of this movie do not come together in a lot of different ways. Um, and I, I like while I was watching it, it, it made me feel uncomfortable um, just knowing how much he was putting into it and how much it wasn't working for me um, on different levels. That's that's my that's my big take from this movie. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know we're going to go to a polar opposite opinion here. Oh, uh, boy. Nick, Ooh, Moffat, boy. what uh, what did you think of this movie? Um, well, I mean, I'm basically on the opposite end of the fence, like hundred percent. Um, I love this movie. I pretty much loved it. Um, you know, I thought that I thought it was pretty great. Like, I don't know. Um, like it was Edgar Wright's first, um, movie that wasn't a comedy at all. It felt like he was just trying to make a horror movie and he still had like a lot of really interesting like uh concepts and like style that he was playing with he just wasn't winking at the audience with it and you know he just he's such a stylized director and the you know the soundtrack was great of course but um yeah i don't know um i just thought it was a great movie and <laughs> um i i hear i i did feel like it like slowed down in the there, I, I mentioned this to Sean yesterday. Like, I, I did think it like slowed down to a halt at some point. Like, the third act like was pretty, pretty slow. But then I thought, I thought it all came together in the end. Like, I really liked the way it came together. I just thought it was like weird and uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So, basically, the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, I'm gonna kind of come down somewhere in the middle. Um, I would probably maybe uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little closer to Nick, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I loved so much of this movie. Like I was absolutely in love with this movie for so much of it. Like, um, you know, I do agree 
the third act uh, kind of slows down and it kind of becomes a little repetitive and redundant at times. Um, and, and a lot of it really kind of doesn't work. And a, a lot of the storylines and plot threads and little little and some of the side characters don't really seem to have any relevance in the end of the movie. Um, but yeah, I was just so enamored with the style and the the uh, the, the visual, you know, his ability to communicate things visually um, and practically. Uh, and um, yeah, I thought it had a really, really fun premise. Uh, and uh, I, I thought it was genuinely creepy and kind of scary in uh, many moments of the film. Um, Certainly uh, so thrilling, yeah. you know. With the, there are a lot of thrilling elements with the movie, with all the ghosts and the the psychology behind it. Like I don't know, I'm a I'm a sucker for you know uh, ghost movies where they're also psychological movies where mm -hmm. you don't know if they're going crazy or if it you know she's really like seeing ghosts or what's going on. Is she a medium, you know what's happening, mm -hmm. and you know the. The way that, you know, the, I don't know, I don't know how much you want to get into it before spoilers, but like, I don't know, the kind of basic premise is like, she's like seeing a person from the 60s. She's like in she's modern times. She's almost like, and she's... like half living in the body of this woman from the 60s. Yeah. Um, she's like getting transported there, kind of. Yeah. And, but like, I don't know, when they, when they, when she's having that experience, especially the first few times she does it, and she's looking in the mirror, and it's like that cool reflection, and just I don't know, the style went, it was so cool. Like, I, I got so swept up in it, and, uh, you know, there's still like, I don't know, I feel like it was a good horror movie, because even in those really cool sweeping moments, there was like still like a, a sense of like, eh, there's probably gonna be something that goes wrong. And then when it does, it's like, it's pretty, like, it's pretty wild. And it's, it's different than how you would expect it to be. Like, it's not just like stab, stab blood. It's like, oh, there's like, oh, it's like deep rooted and mm -hmm. like horrifying on a different level, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. so, I was pretty I... into like the, her, her journey just from the start, like as a character, um, you know, like in small town like fashion designer getting accepted into like london from a family that has been fashion designers i don't know just like that dream her ambitions her like her live learning to live with her classmates um and with like these bullies and i was i was actually like pretty on board for mm -hmm. uh a good chunk of the movie as well i kind of i i did like that whole like coming of age journey that this movie had going for it for a bit that yeah, was one thing I, liked as well. I, I, I uh, totally agree. I really like the idea that someone, um, you know, making the premise of this movie about someone who, you know, kind of romanticizes the past and uh, kind of idolizes the fashion um, of an era. And she has like kind of this this dreamy view of the 1960s London. And um, and I love the idea that she is then. Uh, forced to struggle with that perspective and forced to um, see the reality of that was the 1960s and it's not all rosy and um, I loved how our main character is 
is viewing the the story of, you know, kind of this this past story is revealing itself to our main character as we are experiencing it. Um, I thought that was a really creative way to tell a story um, and having those two stories like uh, being told in parallel to each other um, was super creative. Um, It allowed for some really awesome visual storytelling elements like there's there's so like the scene when she first enters the 1960s and she's like walking down the street and then she goes into the club and then all the mirror stuff and yeah. i loved how it was like the she, dancing yeah the dancing and the switching scene. between them i mm-hmm. loved how he visually communicates like she's in anya taylor joy's body um but also she's kind of separate from her body in a lot of ways uh in the way he like kind of shifts between those two things and like she's living in, she's like existing in the mirror and then she's like just in Anya Taylor-Joy's body and then she's like just sitting in the room sometimes um I loved how like all those like he was able to play with all those um different ways of showing showing that story uh mm-hmm. really well uh and yeah just I I like a lot of the ideas I I liked the the struggle of um you know kind of coming to terms with with that reality and how how someone who has her passion for for what she wants to do um can get torn down and um kind of put through the ringer in a different era um but yeah so i thought there were some a lot of really great and interesting ideas being played with and uh yeah um, maybe we can uh, does anyone have anything else to say um, before we jump in this but I think it uh, most of the problems that I have I actually all the problems that I have are in the later part of the movie so I don't really want to get too into them um, Nick do you have any other other thoughts yeah um no not really I mean I I uh, yeah no I don't I don't think I have any other fun no um I don't think I'm going to stick around for the spoiler section, guys. I think I'm going to hop out. But, okay. uh, you know, uh, why don't you guys get into it and uh, get into the weeds of this movie. But, yeah, um, yeah you know, um, I think, you know, give it a chance. That's how I feel about it. You know, it's it's different than it's different from Edgar Wright's other movies. But, mm-hmm. you know, definitely. Uh, anyway. All right. Thanks, yeah. for, joining Thanks Nick. for joining, Nick. All right. See you guys. See ya. Bye. Um, so, yeah. Spoilers. Brandon didn't like it so much. Uh, Nick really, really liked it a lot, and I was kind of somewhere in the middle, but definitely would say it's it's worth seeing for sure. Um, but yeah, let's jump into the spoiler section, and here we go. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So, Brandon, was there a point or a thing that happened that that kind of turned it turned the movie for you? Or... Yeah, yeah. I think it's. It's one of the 1960s scene when she goes in and starts seeing the darker side of the 60s when, um, well, I guess when the horror actually starts. Um, I think it's the first scene when she they kind of like open the brothel or the, I mean, it's like a cabaret show, but with a seedier, like, you know, backside to it mm-hmm. um, starts going. I think I think the movie kind of takes an awkward turn for the worst at that point um there's once a lot of the horror elements are 
introduced, it gets very repetitive through the, especially the last like 30 minutes, um, to, to the point where you're seeing almost the exact same thing, like scene after scene. Um, and I do think like I kind of pinpoint one of my biggest gripes is like what they do with Anna Taylor Joy's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I feel like her character just like really ends and is given almost nothing to do for a good chunk of the, of the second half of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of just really disappointing to see how like nothing really comes together on the, her side in the sixties. Um, yeah, that is true. Cause once, you know, it's revealed that there was, that she was murdered when spoilers now. So once it's mm-hmm. revealed that she was murdered, um, she, yeah, that's, that is the end of her story. And that happens kind of in the, um, in the first or, or yeah in early in the third act or somewhere in there and there is quite a bit of movie left where she she isn't even hardly a character yeah um, and it's maybe too bad they didn't give her like um something although, to plant or something to affect the future or like some underlying like strategy yeah. underneath her i don't know she just she yeah. just is although, she's just barely existing for the okay. for the second half yeah you know, although obviously because shit's going down with her that's horrible but we don't really get to see how she feels too much about it mm-hmm. her reaction to it her trying to deal with it it's just showing what's happening to her mm-hmm. and and they don't give her really anything I, to do with it i think the movie does do a decent job um maybe not a perfect job uh, but a decent job of showing how it's becoming out of control for her um, and, and how her life, it really is being taken over slowly but surely by the the men that she is relying on to, or that, that anyone would have to rely on to make it in the, in the entertainment in- industry. Um, you know, she, she keeps making sacrifices. Uh, she keeps making, um, I don't know, uh, she keeps doing things just to hope that she can she will then move on to the next level and and be able to to do what she wants to do but you know at at every turn her agency is being taken away from her and i think what's interesting about that is perhaps less of what's happening with her character um and almost more of how uh mckenzie or um uh, what's her name um uh, Thomason McKenzie's character is viewing it. Um, and I think that is where the movie stays interesting for me. Um, I, I do want to, before we move away from Mount Taylor Joy, like, and I don't really know exactly how I feel about it, but thinking back on even the first, because of what happens in the second half of her, thinking back on the first half, it's like her character shows up out of nowhere as almost like, fiction like fictionally mm-hmm. this perfect person um she walks in this club and is like who do i need to talk to to fuck my way to the top I and mean, to get exactly she what defi- i she didn't say that but to get exactly what i want and i mean she she dove in there like playing trying to play the system or play the game like that's kind of how i saw her character at the start um I, uh, yeah no i have a i have a different take but yeah yeah Okay. And then, you know, and, and just like, now what, now what can you get me? Like, what can you give me? 
and and then it started getting like over her head and out of control and i guess like looking back because the second half gave me also so little looking back at the first half i was like oh they didn't actually go anywhere with with this with that character trait that i was seeing at the start um anyways it was yeah no i confusing. guess i guess for me it, that's not <clears throat> how i saw the opening scene she she certainly walked in there with confidence and was like who do i have to talk to to uh to get what i want and and um i'm going to be a star and who is here who here is going to help me become a star um i thought the, the way i legitimately just saw that scene is that that guy was that she was talking to was very charming and very friendly to her and um you know certainly was helping her but i i thought that her affection towards him was genuine um, and she thought his affection towards her was genuine. Um, but then, mm -hmm. you know, slowly it, it, it's revealed to her that he really doesn't care about her and that he is using her and has no interest in, um, in you know, necessarily making her a star, uh, but in using her for, yeah, for her body in basically every way that he can. Uh, and th that's kind of how that's how I saw that aspect. Um, okay. And then from then on, it's it's about you know her slowly completely losing control over over her life um, through compromises that she makes, um, and and ending up where she does uh, basically as a prostitute. Um, and yeah, no, but I do agree that that uh, she she becomes less of a, a non-character later on in the movie as that, especially as, uh, once that happens to her. That switch happens. Yeah. yeah once that switch happens. Um, and she isn't really revisited until the end of the movie, which where there's the twist that she is still alive and she, um, she is, she had murdered a bunch of people, you know, so her, her, it does come back to her ultimately in the end. Um, but I do want to revisit something you, you said that, that a lot of the horror elements become very repetitive. And that is something I, I completely disagree with. That's, that's where the movie really started, um, like actually started losing me is where, you know, she's there. She's basically just running around the city, um, seeing the same ghosts over and over um, and every time she turns down a new street, the ghosts jump out and she goes, ah, and then she turns and keeps running. And then she turns and then she goes home and the ghosts like, ah, and then she goes to the library and, and the yeah, ghosts are like, ah, I started feeling, I actually started feeling bad for her. I was like, oh no, they're making her like make this face again. Uh -huh. Like she's giving, she's being given so little. Uh -huh. And she's just having to scream yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah, it definitely relied on that too hard. Um, you know, it relied too much on that one jump scare. Um, and I do think like, I think a bunch of the characters that are set up early on in the movie have no payoff and ultimately um, are, are not revisited. They're like, especially for example, the guy that 
Yeah, she yeah he's like the guy that keeps appearing and is like super creepy, uh, and she ultimately thinks killed Anya Taylor Joy's character, um, but then it's revealed that he was a cop and he he was trying to help prostitutes, but back also in the kind of not. But yeah, but also kind like of you're not. still kind of a bad cop, yeah. anyways. Yeah, um, definitely like still a creepy dude and like has a reputation of uh, of you know. But I don't know. I don't know exactly how that plays out because actually, actually, now it doesn't matter. About it, maybe like his reputation for for sleeping around or flirting with with pretty girls is more him just like going up and talking to and trying to help, you know, young girls who are being taken advantage of, possibly, um, you know, trying to help prostitutes um, as a cop. And that's where he got the reputation. Maybe, maybe that's where he was going with it. But but still, his character doesn't really ultimately goes nowhere, and and he's just kind of offed at some point. And yeah, it's like it's a big reveal, but it like yeah. actually it doesn't feel shocking yeah. or important ul- at all. Ultimately, <laughs> means nothing. Um, oh, I'm he's not- that guy that we just got a flashback of in that one scene for yeah. like thirty seconds. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Okay. Um, and then, like, another one is the, like, bully friend um, mm-hmm. who, you know, does nothing, goes nowhere. Her uh, purpose is, you know, to make our lead feel isolated. And I was yeah. kind of I was kind of into the movie for a bit there, mm-hmm. you know, and her mom's trying to check in on her, make sure everything's okay. Yeah. But the bully, the bully's pretty extreme for the first mm-hmm. half of the movie. And in the second half of the movie, um, it's just it's pretty much dropped. And the last thing, last two things that happen is our main character puts a pair of scissors to her forehead yeah, to right. try to kill her. And the, then the following scene tries to kill her and, and like is swinging at her. But luckily they, her, oh, the guy saves her, life. saves her life, which even Apparently that is she's never, not suspended. never come back to. Actually. Uh, yeah. Actually, you're right. She didn't even stop herself. Someone yeah. else had to stop her. Yeah. Uh, and then that's yeah that whole problem's never addressed but then also we see the bully again at the end they kind of give each other a nod yeah like as if they understand each other but like but the scissor thing was the last time they saw each other in the movie so like why why is she now you know why are they okay with each other i don't you know that wasn't you know that story thread never came to a conclusion or anything like that um in fact why why wouldn't she hate um why wouldn't they hate each other? You know, oh. especially after she tried to kill her. Um, uh, another one is another maybe problem that I have with it is the the love interest, the male love interest um, character. I he kind of felt a little over the top, quite very, over the top. Just uh, it was like a very forced writing. Like yeah, we're gonna have this extremely forced. shy girl and then the nicest yeah. guy of all time yeah who just ask her 15 is, times if he can just kind of hang out with her yeah and are you are you okay like and um you know i i do have to like take a step back maybe edgar wright was was um kind of trying to do a, a bit of a gender swap with the very cliche and very common female character who is o- way over the top supportive of the male character in in a movie, you know, many movies where that is the case, just who who, you know, never questions or is just just there to be supportive. Um, so 
maybe that's what he was trying to do with that character and he would he was really trying to go over the top with him so that may have been intentional um you know kind of a benefit of the doubt thing that i'm i'm giving him kind of the benefit of the doubt but yeah Mm. it it was definitely pretty awkward in a lot of scenes and in most of their scenes that they shared together and especially towards the end it just becomes wholly unbelievable that that he would remain so over the top supportive and with this person yeah with this person who like he had to stop to kill somebody yeah um who he like doesn't know who who he hardly knows like they've spent almost no time together um yeah throughout the movie just a horny guy and especially like (laughs) the scene where oh my god like there was one scene the scene where where they're you know they he she takes him back up to her room and they're about to have sex and then she just like starts screaming there was like in my mind like <laughs> for you know the whole scenario of you know a, a a black man in a room with a white girl who just starts screaming like they're alone in that room and like I don't know. And then they're caught and then the grandma comes or the homeowner comes in. He shatters the mirror. Yeah. Like everyone is like like shouting at him. How can, how can, you know, and then for him to just like come back and be like, are you okay? Yeah. He was actually just just like, like, I hope you're okay. Yeah. It's like, I hope you're okay. No, I hope. Yeah. I hope you're okay, dude. Like that was not cool. Yeah. The situation you just got put in. You know, it is understanding. Obviously she was going, you know, I, it's not like I blame her. She's like she's at fault for that. She's obviously going through some pretty fucking traumatic shit in that scene, witnessing having these hallucinogenic visions of a murder, whatever. But, anyways, it, it was a little. It was definitely a little much. I do, however, want to bring it back to. You should bring it back. I I, I do still think. Um, I thought that. A lot of the third act was uh, pretty lacking and um, dissatisfying um, and repetitive, but I do think the ending was interesting. I liked the idea of, you know, that the main character, even though it was perhaps a little bit of a cheesy twist um, and, and a little bit of a foreseeable twist that she was still alive and she's the old lady, um, I certainly had thought of that before before we got to that point in the movie. Yeah, it um, wasn't too shocking, right? But I do like the idea of like making her a murderer and someone who murdered all these people, but then not going the taking the route of she's just the villain now, and she is, you know, well, she, she. I mean, she was. She tried to kill the the two characters. Yes true but ultimately i think still looking back at her and with sadness and looking back at her and understanding what she went went through um that that made her you know do the things that she did obviously the those men did not deserve to be murdered for what they were doing or maybe some of them did but i think maybe mostly they didn't um but at least from what we saw just the main guy yeah but but um yeah, i mean we we're all we're all pro prostitution here we're just not pro tr- human trafficking yes um 
and uh but yeah but still looking at her uh you know with maybe understanding and with with some pity and um you know that did kind of bring it back for me um because yeah because what happened to her was really was really sad and really tragic and uh yeah so um i guess that is that's that that's my thoughts on the movie okay really yeah. really good ending there first half and then yeah that's yeah what do you think or do you have, uh, no i'm not, you I'm not gonna add on to that i like okay. I, i'm glad you brought it back uh, you know mm -hmm. we said a few bunch of things and yeah it's all good all right well let's end it there um that is last night in soho it is still in theaters um go check it out um yeah what uh what do we have coming up next week we are probably going to be talking about the movie the french dispatch me and yes. brandon because um, that's what it says in the show notes uh maybe we'll do the eternals the eternals is coming out next weekend i'm still a little a little on the fence but uh let's do the french dispatch all right let's do the french dispatch let's do it next week the french dispatch with sean and brandon um thanks for listening uh be sure to like and subscribe um and thanks for sticking around through this longer episode uh see you later see ya